Oklahoma and Texas will be joining the SEC in 2024 now. How scared are you? You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Uh, scared about Oklahoma and Texas, intrigued, not scared. I'll explain more. Okay, well, I'll just go ahead and let you explain more right now because <laughs> Oklahoma and Texas will be here in 2024. You know, this is something that was decided the other day, about a week after uh, the, the news story was that, hey, they may not be here till 2025 and nobody's blinking. And I think you and I, even on this podcast, said that's not going to be the way this goes. There's too much money at stake. This is, is stupid for them not to be here in 2024. Um, so, okay, you're not scared. I don't even think you really need to explain it, so I'm going to cut you off because there's really no reason to. I mean, we've played Oklahoma and Texas recently and beaten them, so we'll play Texas again this well, year. Well, I think, first of all, I think people are crazy if they don't think Texas and Oklahoma will have success in the SEC at some point. Of course they will. I, Texas will win the SEC at some point. Oklahoma will win the not. You know, we've added teams like A and M, South Carolina, even Arkansas. I you know none of these teams have won the SEC. Missouri, they haven't won the SEC this time. The additions will. Oklahoma will win the SEC in football. Texas will win the SEC in football at some point. There's no question that's true. So in that sense, if you want to be scared about it, I mean, there's your reason. They're, they're really good programs. They're going to be even better in the SEC with, with, with the way the SEC recruits. It's just going to add to their, to their success in terms of building a roster. But here's the thing. At the same time, Texas and Oklahoma are showing up. The playoff is expanding. You don't have to win the SEC to make the playoff. Had Texas and Oklahoma joined during the BCS years, I don't know if scared is the right word, but it would be more appropriate because now in the BCS, yet yeah, you basically you better win the SEC to show up. I don't know what it took for that to happen. Um, but but even even under the CFP, two SEC teams have made it before. Two, you better be top two for sure. Well, now now you don't even have to be top two. So. With Texas and Oklahoma showing up, sure, it's going to make a more hyper-competitive conference. It's going to be harder than ever to win the SEC. But now you just don't have to win the SEC to make the playoff. You don't even have to finish in the top two. So Texas and Oklahoma showing up at a good time in terms of uh, the playoff field expanding. Our good buddy Zach Blackerby of Locked On Auburn actually had a podcast the other day about how Oklahoma and Texas come into the league really hurts Auburn. And I, I think that's true. Um, I, I think it, in a sense, you could say it hurts about everybody because it's not like you're getting two Vandys coming in here, you know, Vandy one and Vandy part two. You're getting a couple of teams that are uh, historically top 10 programs in the country, if not top five. So I think in that regard, you could look at it and say, yeah, it, it's going to be tougher for everybody. But I, I think his point was, look, it's even tougher for Auburn considering that they aren't as blue blood as those guys in, in Alabama is. Um, but it's going to be tough for everybody. That being said, uh, who would you like 
now that the schedule is going to be, they, they said the schedule mm-hmm. should come out in May or something like that. Um, right. And they keep, it's funny, they keep talking about not using pods, but all I keep hearing is everybody will have three permanent opponents. So it's a set pod, you just don't want to call it that. Um, okay, well, that's fine. So who will our non-pod pod be? Our non-pod pod? <laughs> yeah, if, if Alabama has three permanent opponents, um, my guess would be Auburn, Tennessee, and probably Mississippi State. Uh, if that third opponent is someone else, uh, like Ole Miss, like Oklahoma or Texas, to be frankly, I, 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 I don't – I'm not going to be shocked if Alabama is sort of loaded on here. I mean, you, you shouldn't do this in terms of, hey, who's good now because these things are all cyclical. But who's good now is going to be a factor – to some extent, uh, uh, but I, I think it'll be Auburn, Tennessee, Mississippi State. That's my answer. But it, it, I'll only be surprised if Auburn and Tennessee aren't among the three. In opinion, Auburn, Tennessee, Mississippi State at, for Alabama is the easiest decision of all the permanent opponents. Number one, I think Alabama's played Mississippi State more than any of those others or anybody else right. in the SEC, I think. Um, Auburn is certainly. Certainly a rivalry that's not going away. And Alabama-Tennessee is a rivalry that's not going away. It's one of the more historic ones in the conference. Alabama's played Tennessee more than they have Auburn. So I think that's Alabama's got the easiest one. I mean, there's some other ones that are a little more difficult. Right. Um, I think certainly Auburn, you have Alabama, Georgia, and then who? Uh, you you hate to make it. I mean, so I've seen some Auburn people say, hey, I'd love to have Florida back. I mean, and really it doesn't matter who you're th- it kind of does, but it kind of doesn't because you're going to have so now we're going to go to we're all assuming we're going to nine game. Kyle. So I, I think that even if you have a Vandy or whatever, every year, your schedule is going to be a bear no matter what. So and you got 12 teams that get in the playoffs. So it, it doesn't matter quite as much. And it may actually behoove you to have uh, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, if you're all who, who are Vandy's three? Because, I mean, to me. Vandy, let's let's be honest. Based on what we've seen over Vandy's history the last 30, 40 years, they're a buy. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm not trying yeah, to be yeah. mean. I mean. They're a buy. Uh, and, and Vandy's easy too, if you ask me. Tennessee, I, Ole Miss, and Kentucky. Tennessee, Ole Miss for sure. Kentucky. But here's the thing. One of the things we're doing, by the way, Texas and Oklahoma will obviously play each other. Texas will play Oklahoma and Texas A&M. But boy, if you're playing Oklahoma and Texas A&M, you better give Texas. You might want to give Texas Vanderbilt if they got to play Texas A&M and Oklahoma every Oklahoma. They're playing Texas every year, maybe Arkansas every year. And is Arkansas going to play LSU? And I'm just saying a few SEC teams are going to have two really tough games. They're going to want Vandy to be that third, you know, but but I'm with you. Vandy too, for sure is Tennessee and Ole Miss because there's a long history of, of, of Ole Miss uh, Vandy probably Kentucky for that third one, probably. I think um, I, one thing that I've seen that's interesting would be Oklahoma, Florida. Uh, now that you know, logistically doesn't make a ton of sense, but I mean, Oklahoma is not going, I don't think it's not going to be interesting as interesting. I should say, if you give Oklahoma, Missouri and um, Arkansas and Texas, that's just not that interesting. Now, what I could see is like AM gets Texas, Oklahoma, and LSU. I mean, that makes some logistic sense. Then maybe Oklahoma gets 
Oklahoma gets Texas A&M, Texas, and Florida. I could see that. Again, brutal. Again, brutal. I'm not saying it's not brutal. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, there's only so many Vanderbilts to go around, Jimmy. Exactly. Exactly. And so, but if, if you're Georgia, you, you know, I think if you're Georgia, you go – you certainly want to keep Auburn in the mix. We've already talked about that. I think you keep Florida in the mix for sure. And then South Carolina, Tennessee, I mean, I guess that makes the most sense. Um, if you're Florida, you obviously would have Georgia. Then you'd obviously – I mean, in, under my scenario, you'd have Oklahoma. Then what do you do, LSU? And then, but by that, I mean, again, I don't have this all written down, which would probably be a smart thing to do considering we're running a podcast and we did – we should do homework, but we're not gonna. So um, I quit doing homework about the eighth grade, <laughs> even though I finished and went to college. Um, but so, man, Florida could have LSU, Oklahoma, and Georgia. Good Lord. I mean, best of luck, bro. I mean, you know, who would – This is what I want. I hope Alabama's three or Bandy, Missouri, and Kentucky. I mean, I, 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 I hear you. Playoff. I, I, I want to make the playoff. I, I'm, I'm not going to ask my favorite team to play the toughest schedule in all of college football. But you better not lose a game. I mean, yeah. what, what the hell, man? I mean, some people's attitude is literally like that, by the way. And come on, I mean, make it fair. Make it within and put a little more on Alabama than you'd put on Vandy. I get that, but. It needs to be equitable and fair, as fair as you can make it. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about FanDuel. We're at the midway point of the NBA season. It's here, midway. I mean, like, the, I think the All-Star game is this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book, the official sports book partner of the NFL and the NBA. Just download FanDuel sports book book app it's safe it's super easy to use it's secure uh and then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to the number of three pointers made all that stuff you can do it at uh, fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel.com slash locked on don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel.com slash locked on just go there you'll learn more about it get that no sweat First bet, it's so easy, so much fun. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and the NFL. Also, go check out – go check out – yeah, and check out Locked On College Basketball. Locked On College Basketball, so much fun. Uh, really enjoying it. It's even better when your team's number one in the country, hey? You know, because they're going to talk about you a lot, hey? I don't know why I'm talking like I'm a Canadian, hey? Mm-hmm. Hey, or hey, whatever they say. Anyway, I'm sort of Southern Canadian when you say hey, I guess. You probably say hey. Uh, go check. I think they say both. They say both. So uh, go to Locked On College Basketball. You'll love it. Jimmy, um, I, we're, we're sort of on a roll with this, but and, and one thing we don't talk about much, everybody talks about the football schedule, about the, these two guys, Oklahoma and Texas, joining the SEC. Basketball-wise, goodness gracious. I mean, look, I know Oklahoma's having a bit of a down year this year, except for the time they play us. They did win last night. They beat, um, was it Kansas State they beat last night? They beat somebody last night. That was a big deal. And they beat them by like 14. Oklahoma is really weird right now when it comes to basketball. But they are having a down year, but they historically been very, very good. Um, Texas is a top 10 team. They look really strong. They lost Texas Tech this week, but notwithstanding, uh, they're still very strong. And so these two 
programs joining in basketball is huge. These two programs joining in baseball is huge. Joining in softball, God. I mean, the, the SEC just gets better and better and better, and it's going to help you know, on so many levels. I, I'm And Oklahoma is awesome in gymnastics. I don't know how Texas is. I never hear about them. But I know uh, Oklahoma is really good in gymnastics. So, uh, yeah, this is going to have a ripple effect all across. And I think it helps increase Alabama's visibility in terms of recruiting those areas too. Yeah, I hate to break it to Auburn, but Texas and Oklahoma are all everything schools. So, Auburn, yeah, you have company. You have company, Auburn. Texas and Oklahoma are showing up to take your uh, your claim to fame. Um, and then they have real legit claims to fame. They're very, very good. I mean, national champion – Texas and Oklahoma are national championship good in multiple sports, if not all sports. There, there are two. One of the reasons Texas and Oklahoma, I think I love the fit in the SEC, is that reason. They're good at everything on purpose. <laughs> they want to be really good at every sport, which sounds like an SEC principle where it just means more, right? So. Uh, obviously all the attention will be on football. I get that. We get that. We practically want that. We're football first people ourselves, but, but it is fun for softball, baseball, golf, uh, Oklahoma, I think won the national gymnastics championship just last season and just beat Alabama this past weekend in a four team meet in Fort Worth, uh, Texas baseball, unbelievable. A national championship contender. The sec baseball is nuts. Texas and Oklahoma have inexplicably made it harder uh, because they're with the best teams in the country that are not in the SEC. Um, yeah, it, it's it, it's a heck of a an addition. Uh, the SEC is just it's just unquestionably tough. Now the Big Ten's very good too with their additions, but uh, I don't know. Texas and Oklahoma are better at sports than USC and UCLA are. Uh, now, well, there's no USC doubt. Even UCLA, though they're good at the Olympic sports too, USC and UCLA, but I, I don't know that they're as good as Texas and Oklahoma. I think USC and UCLA are really good at thinking they're better than those at sports, but they're not, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. anyway. Um, so one other thing I wanted to bring up here, uh, looking back on Bama online, they, they talked about Alabama updating its online football roster. It added all the 26 early enrollees, uh, the 22, uh, true freshman, the two junior college, and the two power five transfers. Um, there, there isn't a lot of, it's certainly not a lot of news here, and there are no numbers yet, which is something, you know, it's, it may be stupid to get excited about, but I get excited about seeing the numbers. I just love it. I love seeing, finally putting a name with a number. Um, but there's some interesting name changes. Uh, cornerback Desmond Ricks is now, he's listed. This is how he's listed on the roster. Des Ricks and not D E Z, two Z's like Des Ricks. I'm Des. I think that's a good way to separate yourself. Then Jamarian Miller, he is no longer Jamarian. He he is Jam Miller. I love it. I like that. Especially right. if I'm not a big a fan of it. If it's a nickname like, you know, you know what we call him? We call him the Piston. No, it don't. But Jam, if everyone, including his mama, calls him Jam and it's Jamarian, then put Jam, put Des. I mean, it makes that's what people call them. Or if, if, I mean, how many people call Michael Mike or Robert Bob? To, to me, it, it, it's fine to go by 
your nickname if it's part of your name on the roster. Kool-Aid's a little different, but they've been calling Kool-Aid that since his birth, you know, and NIL. And how Kool-Aid doesn't have uh, – or does he have an NIL deal with Kool-Aid? It, it makes – He does. He does. Okay, he does. That's right. He should. Yeah, he, does. he does. And, and Jam now – Jam Jam Miller has set himself up nicely. Smuckers, where are you at? <laughs> uh, Plus he's going to be a significant player. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Now, here's the one that <laughs> – makes a little less sense unless he has a tie-in with the city of Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, Raquez, am I saying that right? Did we ever get a – Raquez McElderry? He goes uh, – Raquez McElderry. That's how Okay. Okay. He is cha- – in the, in the program or in the mm-hmm. roster, he is now Rock with a Q, R-O-Q, Montgomery. And again, that's not. I was aware. I was aware of people called him Rock. I, I was aware of that. So I think sure. this is an. This is a well-known nickname, and it's not a. Hey, you know what? I just don't like my name. Let's go with this. Uh, it's a well-known nickname, and and since he kept the Q, it's still his name-ish. I I yeah. like it. And okay, I like now we that can name. NIL deal with Dwayne Johnson. But what's the deal with Montgomery? Is there like? What's the deal with Montgomery? I, I mean, I guess we just got to find out later. We'll find out. So AL.com will get bored this summer and do a story on it, I'm sure, because they, they hurt for stories like everybody else. But, um, I mean, there's got to be some kind of tie-in, family tie-in there. I, it just – to go from McElderry, which I guess a lot of people were saying McElderry or McElderry, and he probably right. was like, look, let's do something easy. and But not too easy because that would be too much of a change. Let's not – go to Smith or Jones. Let's go to Montgomery. Kind of long. Starts with an M. It works. Uh, I remember, I mean, it, it may be the same thing. It may be something unrelated. I don't know, but I remember Derek Lassick did not show up to Alabama. Derek Lassick. Do you remember? Do you, I remember it was like, do you remember it? Okay, wait a minute. Yes, I, I do remember because it was when I was in school and I remember when we signed him out of New York and I was so excited. Um, God, I can't remember. Tell me. Derek Owens. Derek Owens. I and knew then, that. And then for oh, a while, minute. he went by Derek Owens Lassick for a while. And that's then, right. And then, what was Jalen Simpson? Jalen Simpson was also something else. Ah. Uh, it may have been um, it may have been Jalen Bluebill for the ice cream. <laughs> Garth. 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 Juwan, yep. not Jalen. Juwan, Juwan, Juwan. Juwan Garth Juwan. and then became Juwan Simpson. So it's happened before. Probably, I'm guessing, for similar, you know, uh, dad, stepdad, mom, stepmom reasons, who, who, so, something like that. But, yeah, it is. When, you, when you've when you kind of gotten used to Rockwest McElderry, it's a heck of a, a change to yeah, just, Rock Just as soon Montgomery as we get it and, down pat. And it's easier. But now it's like, who the heck is that? All right, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little Bama and Tennessee tonight. And we're back. Um, yesterday, we talked about Charles Bediaco dealing with uh, – Darlene has a call. Darlene has a call. <laughs> Why I need to know that is it's unknown to me. Darlene um, Rock Montgomery on one. <laughs> We call her Dark Queen is Dark Darlene Quiz. Darlene McElderry. Rock McElderry's on the phone. 
that, that just went nowhere. Um, but anyway, yesterday we talked about Charles Bediaco and uh, the rumors of a knee injury. And it turns out, I mean, Nate Oates came out after we recorded the podcast and said, okay, there is a little knee issue. He's day-to-day um, as one of the hosts on Sports News say, aren't we all? Um, and I'm, I don't know if he'll play tonight, but Tennessee could be without a couple of guys tonight too. So that's interesting. I find it kind of interesting that Tennessee is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And at first I was like, man, how are they two-and-a-half-point favorite? And then I have to think about it. If I were making the line, I'm like, that's probably what I would do. I mean, eventually Alabama's going to lose a game. I, I, and if you're going to lose one, this is probably it. Um, so I, I understand where it's coming from. And also, you, you can look at it from two perspectives. Either you're scared to death Tennessee is going to come out with their hair on fire because of these two last-second losses that they've had that are just heartbreaking. Or you could go the other way and say, this team may be completely crestfallen and they may not show up at all. And if you were going to go that route, I'd say make Alabama about a five- or six-point favorite. But the line is Tennessee minus two-and-a-half, minus three. Um, I don't even know which way I'd go, Jimmy. I'm I'm a little concerned because Tennessee plays monster defense. Here's the thing. I think Auburn played pretty doggone good defense on us Saturday, and we were able to overcome it because of our length in the paint. Um, we shot very poorly from beyond the arc, 6 of 21. We're not going to have that advantage on Tennessee. They got some big dudes that can that can hang with our big dudes. And one of our big dudes may not even be playing. We don't know yet. So – I, I, that's what worries me about tonight. We cannot have another uh, six for 21 performance and Tennessee's three point defense is amazing. The way I look at it is, you know, and I, you know, we don't really have to pick the game. Well, I, I got to pick the game for Bama insider a little later. I'm probably going to pick a one point win for Alabama, which by the way is code for I'm worried we're going to lose. <laughs> but, but Here's the thing. If you're picking Alabama to win, Luke, if, if you're a, a, a guy out there and you're like, I, Alabama's going to win this game. Uh, they just lost to Vanderbilt, Missouri. Uh, so I, Alabama's going to win this game. I, I don't disagree. And Alabama might win the game. And I believe I'm going to pick Alabama to win the game. But the point is, if Al, if you're picking Alabama to win, then what you're saying is Alabama's going to go 18 and 0. What game? If you're, if you're, Picking out a game, or you're not picking Alabama to win. I mean, this is the most likely loss on the schedule. And I'm not talking about the schedule remaining. I'm talking about go back. Let's re- redo the whole season. Go back to game one of the SEC season. This is the most likely loss on the Alabama schedule because it's the best team in the SEC that's not Alabama. In my opinion, it is. I, I think Tennessee's better than Texas A&M, who's about to hit a really rough stretch of games, by the way. So – I, I think Tennessee's second best team in the league behind Alabama. So if Alabama's gonna lose, this is the one. Like you said, like you you said it earlier. So I won't be surprised if Alabama ends up a little short in this one. The only thing that will surprise me or disappoint me is if it's an Oklahoma thing where Alabama's sort of non-competitive. That will be disappointing and surprising. And I don't think it would happen, but a, a close loss at Tennessee is not gonna change how I feel about how good this team is or its chances to do. And and you and I talked about earlier uh, in the podcast about how we don't want Tennessee to beat us as number one team twice in 
one season of football and basketball. Yep. But we weren't number one when they beat us in football. We were number three. We did start out the year number one, so our streak of being number one on an annual basis is still alive. But we weren't number one when they beat us. That should be noted. Um, Josiah, Jordan, James, and Ju- Julian Phillips may both miss for seed night. Those are two really good players that if they're both out, it certainly helps Alabama's cause. Um, but I and, and I just pulled up Tennessee 24-7's site. They predict Alabama to win by eight tonight. Um, now, again, maybe that's sort of like reverse jinx in the thing. I don't know. They, they seem to be a little bit down on their own pod for right now. And Tennessee has not been playing very well. I thought – and one of their predictions was Alabama will hold Tennessee below 70 points. And my thought was – Duh. I mean, they they are not a great scoring team. Now, watch them come out at night and burn the nets up, whatever. I will still maintain that, just like I've maintained all beating team despite what they did to Missouri last night. Auburn came out, like we've talked about, they've been having a rough patch, but they came out with their hair on fire, desperate and played really hard. And Missouri is just not good on the interior, and if they're not shooting well, they'll get buried, and that's exactly what happened. Um, I'd be willing to bet – that Auburn follows up that performance against Missouri with a poor shooting performance uh, this upcoming weekend uh, at Vanderbilt. That's where that not only is playing at Vanderbilt very difficult because of the, the configuration of the court, but also um, Vanderbilt's got uh, big men, and I think that was one of the things that that helped Auburn this past game. But they're playing well too. Van, Vandy's playing really well. Vandy's crazy good off-the-radar SEC teams playing really well or Vanderbilt and Mississippi State. I don't know that they're yeah. going to make the NCAA tournament, either one, but they're playing like NCAA tournament teams right now. Two, two, two key games tonight besides Alabama-Tennessee. Arkansas at Texas A&M. By the way, if you're wondering, you're an Arkansas fool tonight. Number one, we play them twice, so it would help our net. I don't think that's a big deal right now because the record's so good. But – um you want Texas A&M to lose a game. Whether we lose or win, it will help us. And then uh, Kentucky at Mississippi State. I'm from Mississippi State because we play Mississippi State twice. Again, it helps our strength of schedule should they beat them. And I would like to see Mississippi State get in the tournament. And I also think it's kind of funny if Calipari misses it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pro-Kentucky, pro-Arkansas, pro-Bama tonight. Um, there's another game, uh, like Ole Miss at Florida, which has no much – no bearing on really anything. But anyway, Jimmy, that's going to do it for today's podcast. We will do a Locked On Now after the Tennessee game tonight. So we'll have that for you. And appreciate you, man. Get some people to subscribe. We love you guys. Please keep subscribing. You you guys are the best. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Go check out his basketball. And until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.